0: What's going on, everybody? It's Derek from Gaming and Chill, and it's Doug, same place. And we've got a guest with us today. Guest?
1: <laughs> Our good friend.
0: Yeah. So, uh, what have you guys been up to this week? I'll let you guys answer first.
1: <laughs> I have been playing a lot of Destiny 2. Actually, it was just now playing. And I was trapped in a big boss battle, and these guys dragged me off of it to play, or to do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh. Oh. First world problems.
0: Right? It kind of is. Uh, I'm kind of the same page. Just been doing a lot of Destiny. Yeah. I mean, same here. I think we've all been doing that. Uh, other than that, work's been pretty boring. Yeah. So what have you been up to other than Destiny, James? I got a new um, job.
1: A lot of writing. A lot of applications for jobs. So,
0: Yeah, not fun. Nope. Good
1: good jobs That's the key word.
0: That's so. the major part, right? Yep.
1: So. Yeah, I got
0: do a we, new job. Do we
1: want to tell your audience where I come from?
0: Yeah, that's fine with me. Go for it.
1: All right, sweet. I am James. And I'm good friends with Derek and Doug. We've been friends for, like, how many years?
0: Uh, More than five.
1: Yeah, Uh, since 2009. Yeah. I
0: think. almost Yeah,
1: pretty much. So I uh, I do my own podcast uh, with good friends, Caleb and Zach, called the Film Slate Podcast. We review and discuss movies. And, uh, you know, Derek and Doug are nice enough to let me join them as a co-host to talk some video games because believe it or not i do like video games as well <laughs> this as movies is like the
0: one game that we've been really playing a lot of yeah i mean we started kind of doing like overwatch but overwatch there's not a lot there
1: yeah they add content like free dlc but it's like far and in between
0: yeah and, and it's just a lot of it's just all PvP. And it's like, alright, that's not exciting. Unless yeah. you're really, really good.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm though, mediocre with PvP.
0: <laughs> mediocre more so. Yeah, I'm awful at it. Yeah, I really do want to try the uh, Trials of Nine, though. So, that would be something for Destiny. Yeah, yeah I'll grind today. I'll get there. Nice. Um... So why don't we move on to our YouTube roundup real fast? Just the YouTube videos we've been watching all week. Yeah. I tend to go through like uh my history. I'm like, what have I been watching? It's like what keeps surfacing basically. Right. Um So James, why don't we start with one of yours? You had put the uh the I- it department.
1: Yeah, the the it or the IT department. Um it's a skit that was on the You guys heard of the late night show, James Gordon?
0: Never heard of it. Go ahead and tell me about it.
1: Uh, he's just this British dude who's got a late night TV show in the U.S. But uh, he has this skit called the IT or the IT department. It's a guy working on his computer. He's having problems. He calls in the IT. And it's the wrong IT. It's IT from the movie IT. And yeah. uh, it's it's funny and shenanigans happen. And I, like, I pulled out the balloon and then he pops it. We Blood goes everywhere. Don't
0: pop the killer clown's balloon. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's creepy. It's 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 funny. No, to so me it's just fun.
0: Have you got to go see it?
1: Heck no, no man. I'm gonna wait until it comes out on Blu-ray. I'm I'm too chicken to watch it in the dark theater by myself.
0: <laughs> You'll be coming home and bugging your siblings, going, "Hey, hey, 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 why don't we chat? It's three in the morning, dude." <laughs>
1: like sleep with all my lights on <laughs> take, take your
0: little sister with you she might uh, enjoy it
1: did you guys check out this video
0: the the it crowd yeah yeah I watched it last night it's pretty good pretty good i was like okay i i've been getting in more into like saturday night live uh all the skit stuff i was like this is good yeah. Yeah. david s pumpkins
1: <laughs> no so what are um, your guys's youtube videos
0: let's see i had uh, i think we're alone now by tommy james and the shondells it's uh it's the one song from 10 cloverfield lane
1: it's uh, where he's playing
0: the uh jukebox Mm -hmm. it's i i just love it i was listening to it this after this week yeah and i for some reason it just stuck in my head So i was like i want to talk about this it's not particularly new it's actually on the opposite side of the spectrum I was like, uh, something that's getting stuck in my head, other than the Power Rangers theme, might be a good thing. It's always the difficult part, isn't it? Uh, yeah. You had Outnumbered by the Rick and Morty remix. Now, I really want to ask, James, do you watch Rick and Morty?
1: No, I don't have the correct, I guess, internet online provider to you know watch that. Streaming service, I mean.
0: I also think you can watch it free on Hulu. First two seasons.
1: Oh, oh, they're free on Hulu. Okay, we'll have yeah. to check them out. I hear a lot of people talk about them.
0: It's um, adult, but it's really fun too. It's <laughs> adult, like the it's adult really version <laughs> of Back to the Future. Yeah. All
1: right. That's it's what it like. More
0: between um, like Family Guy and uh, South Park. Yeah. yeah. Rides that middle line. Uh, but so this is from the newest episode, the Rick Lantis yes. mix-up. Uh, I don't want to give a lot of spoilers about the episode because uh, our character returns and it's a big part of the story. (laughs) Atlantis has nothing to do with it. Yeah, that was a misnomer. I was like, "That's odd." Okay, so my device decided, "Yeah, this video is done." It's like, "No, it's not." Um, what else do we have on there? You had another one, James. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your oh title,
1: James? yeah my other one is uh have you guys seen the motorcycle sort oh crap why is it not oh ugh, hold was... on yeah the
0: motorcycle fight from the villainous
1: yeah I was trying to op- open the link back up to get the full title but there we go open to YouTube uh yeah have you guys seen this it's I from watched
0: it this morning I have a tendency to like watch all the videos the day the day yeah. of
1: yeah it's what it's from the eight... editing yeah it's a uh, Asian movie called right. the villainous and dude, I have no clue how th- how they did this it's been it's been going around on like film uh twitter you know people who are into film like how did they do this and it's it's amazing it, it's like a live action Japanese anime the way they do the fights and the choreography and the camera movements you gotta check it out.
0: I watched it and the choreography was great. I liked it. Mm. Just the editing for me, it felt like everything was super close, and yeah. I was just like, I don't feel. It, it's awesome. Don't get me wrong. Like the filming is all cool and everything, but it just felt like it was just so close. I just didn't have a feel of it.
1: Hmm. Was, like I was some like, wide it's shots, like,
0: filming a a boxing match a foot away, and you're like, it, I mean. I know it's good, but I just can't feel it. Yeah, that may be because of uh, possibly how they filmed it. They filmed the fight multiple times from different angles, and then you can use uh, like CGI panning effects. And all you do is pretty much have to take a motion blur from one camera to the other. Yeah. Because there's like a lot of uh, correct me if I'm wrong. There was like a lot of going underneath a bike and through sword swings, and it was yeah. like. Cool.
1: I think a lot of this was filmed with drones. I got I think that drones vibe. Drones are
0: going to become the new filming uh, standard instead of having like, like the cranes and stuff like that.
1: hmm I think so. You got like drones that are 4K now and I don't think there's any use for helicopter shots or cranes. I think it's going to be all drones. Yeah. You I mean, why not? like that
0: because <laughs> helicopters are a little unwieldy. Mm-hmm. You can do a lot more urban stuff like down yeah. uh down like city streets with a drone,
1: yeah, well, think about the tracking shots you can do in action scenes with drones if it's utilized properly,
0: oh yeah, be' interested in it. I'm just all imagining just like this horde of drones, just filming everything. <laughs> a shot that I really wanna see is. Like, a drone's flying along the street following a car, and then, I don't know why, I want it to see fly into a manhole, and then up underneath the street, and then catch the car right behind it.
1: Ooh, I'll, I'll get on it. that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Spend a $1,000 on a drone. Yeah. That would actually be really cool. <laughs> yeah, or, like, it zooms underneath and halfway underneath it pans around, so now you're viewing a trailing camera almost, and then you pull up in front of the car and just see them driving it. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Well, Caleb's out of town on vacation. He's probably listening to this podcast right now. Uh, I should break into his office and steal his drone and try that.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, you could. I don't know that that's going to work out that well, but you could. Especially so since we just admitted to the crime on air. <laughs>
1: Delete, delete. <laughs> Stop. It's
0: live.
1: It's live. Oh yeah, that's right. You guys are doing it live. Yes. But your audience can't see my pretty face, so.
0: No, no, they do not. Um, okay, so next I have the uh, Honest College Tour. Yes. I wa- it's from College Humor. And it, I have a tendency to like, watch up one or two College Humor videos a week. Because sometimes they're just not as funny. This one was perfect.
1: We've all been here
0: before. (laughs) Like two days ago. And I was like, that's a college tour. Make witty joke about walking backwards. Polite laughter. Polite laughter.
1: (laughs) Have you guys seen the college humor one? It's like something like college orientation day. And it's with Don Draper.
0: Yes. (laughs) That was like back when we were in college.
1: What's your favorite ice cream? Rocky Road lives a Rocky Road. <laughs> yeah,
0: you'll actually appreciate later on there's a news story that we're going to talk about that talks about that actor.
1: All right. Sounds good. I think um, I saw that. It, go ahead. <laughs> what? Uh, I thought you
0: were going to say something. No. I, I just like this one because it really was honest. I've, been, I've already been accepted, and I'm going to talk about that a lot. My daughter is really gifted, and I'm going to be talking about that a lot. You're both insufferable, but I know that you're not kidding. <laughs> I was like, did they film this at our school? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. So, Derek, I didn't get to tell you this story. Okay. All right. Uh, did you tell James? No. Okay, then you didn't tell either of us. Okay. So, do you remember the time? That me and my roommate—I'm not gonna give his name—made margaritas in a room and played Borderlands. Yes. Okay. I told. I remember that story. Okay. And it happened once. We did it once. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Okay. Now apparently it's a legend on campus that we it's did what? it all the time, and it wasn't playing Borderlands. It was a party. What?
1: <laughs> yep.
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah, you guys didn't play video games all the time.
0: (laughs) And it wasn't a party. Because
1: you guys played Magic the Gathering all the time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And Dungeons and Dragons. At a Christian college. It's like, what are you Ah. doing in here?
1: That was a misconception that you guys played a lot of video games. You really didn't.
0: I played Red Dead Redemption. Yeah.
1: It's it was of... mostly stressing out about papers and Greek exams. <laughs> yeah. L.A. Noire back in the day? Oh, uh, yeah. Which I'm excited is coming back. I am. But it's like and the it's thought been... of replaying it and doing all that crap again. It's like, ah, uh,
0: fun. But it's fun. been, like, what, six years since it came out?
1: Really? Has it been that long?
0: I'm kind of surprised because that game nearly made the studio bankrupt.
1: Yeah. Because it, it's no. like...
0: It's motion... This, I, I feel like I remember seeing... This was one of the first games that done mocap for facial expressions. And it was like hmm. the entire cast of Mad Men.
1: Yeah, it is true. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm kind of like, out of all yet, the though. Rockstar games to put on the Switch, why not Red Dead Redemption to get people pumped for the new one? Because they've been, everybody's been clamoring for L.A. Noire. I I haven't. I've been clamoring for Red Dead Redemption, which is one of my favorite video games of all time. And imagine the portability of taking that anywhere. Imagine the
0: portability of Borderlands on the Switch. Oh,
1: and the and the system can handle those graphics. Yeah, pretty sure
0: of it. Well, I mean, they're putting uh, Wolfenstein and Doom. So Wolfenstein. Yeah.
1: I wonder how they're gonna do that because I think it's the Wolfenstein game that comes out later this year.
0: Um, I've seen some side, uh, side images, and it's, a, it's kind of a graphical downgrade, but it's okay. Hmm. It's
1: not, makes you wonder the
0: visceral, slimy blood.
1: It makes you wonder how powerful the Switch actually is, because you know, at the beginning of a system's life, they never really push its potential until like the last few years.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's being fully utilized yet.
1: No, I don't think it so either. It
0: take a lot of power to render Mario.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> or Zelda, like it's a beautiful Zelda's a beautiful game,
0: but oh, let's yeah, be yeah. honest,
1: the graphics are uh, they're like watercolor paintings. They're yeah. simple. Yeah, they're they're uh, very have simple.
0: The, have you got all the shrines yet?
1: <sighs> no, dude. That game, like I've played it for yeah how many hours, and I'm like just now got a horse, and I went through the first village.
0: Uh, have you been to any of the dungeons yet? Oh uh, yeah, No okay. one. <laughs>
1: I can't remember i just I just conquered them Doug I don't think about
0: them. Oh, you didn't go to the du- you didn't go to the uh divine beast
1: no, I have not gone to the divine beast see I don't know I'm just you'll know it <laughs> there, there's nothing in the game that tells me where to go. I just go
0: yeah, what was your uh second video, Doug? do not you tell me uh you know for some reason it didn't save it right Let me see if I can pull it up let's see it is oh skyrim SE number one gansey the red guard warrior yes a little old grandma playing um uh, skyrim that's right <laughs> and today it's my new build <laughs> yeah
1: hello grandkids. we're playing skyrim special edition <laughs> dude that's funny because my grandma always calls me trying to figure out like hey how do you do this on the computer how do you do this on my phone how do you change your
0: background? Um uh, there was actually I don't think... a Ruby Chibi episode that touched on that. Uh really? it's uh Ty, Yang's dad, is like, I'm the fixer, and she's like, Oh man, my computer's broken. And they're like, oh, will that keep him distracted long enough? And they're like, Yeah, he still hasn't figured out how to change the background of the computer. We'll fine we're fine. <laughs> nice. Uh, and I realize I'm like the biggest Ruby fan in this conversation So that, that means Nothing to you uh, It's actually the one of the Yang is actually the character I have all the shaders On all of my Destiny stuff Is yellow and black It's the Bumblebee Nice So James you beat that enemy yet?
1: Uh, no I had to back out I'll have to go through it all over again <laughs>
0: Know which uh, enemy you're talking about, and I think you got to take up the scions.
1: Yeah, you do. Okay, but it's like but there's not enough time. Good. It's timing it just right. It's so frustrating. I'll get yeah, it today. It I'll get it.
0: So, okay, let's move on to some news. Uh, we just have two headlines since we're going to talk a lot about Destiny. Yeah. Um, the cowboy by. Let me try this again the cowboy bebop director is making a blade runner anime short bridging the new blade runner and then blade runner 2049 what are your thoughts have you you've
1: seen blade runner right yes i have not the new one but the old one yes okay the new one's not out yet the new
0: new one 2049 or the new one the reboot
1: Well, there's only the old one, and then there's the new one coming out. I
0: thought there was another one between that.
1: Nope. Just the one with Harrison Ford, and then the new one coming out with Ryan Gosling and Harrison Ford.
0: What's what's the movie that came out in that era that just came out? It was a remake.
1: Yeah, there wasn't a Blade Blade Runner. Runner. Nope. (laughs) No Blade Runner remake.
0: I'm looking this up. I I, I want to call this bluff. I feel like there is. Nope. I'm gonna go. James is probably right, but I know there's a movie that came out from that era, with like Ryan Gosling or someone
1: in it. I, yeah. I. That's the new one coming out with Ryan Gosling.
0: Has it not come out yet? I just thought it did.
1: That's what it is. It hasn't. It hasn't come out yet. Isn't Comes out- that
0: I was supposed to be in it?
1: Yeah, it comes out next uh, next month, I believe. Book? Yeah, and then they've been doing short films to bridge the gap between them. They had one with Jared Leto. Last week they had one with um oh gosh, what's his name plays yeah, Drax? Thinking,
0: yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Batista.
1: You... Yeah, they just did one with him, and then um, apparently they're going to be working on this other one.
0: What do you think? Uh, so Cowboy Bebop is kind of like an anime uh, icon. Heck
1: what yes, What do you think of amazing. like
0: an anime? adaptation of this uh, universe
1: heck yes because if you've watched the first blade runner there's a lot of um asian references and it does have this very uh, uh japanese anime futuristic style to it it's and, a
0: neon noir
1: yeah it's a neon noir and freaking love that kind of stuff and if you know me <laughs> yeah and uh i love cowboy bebop loved it growing up okay. and this is awesome i'm Pretty freaking excited for it.
0: Um, do you think that that kind of has to do with almost the Akira effect? What the Akira effect, for those of us that don't know? Basically, it's like, uh, like, uh, the, neo, the Neo-Noir style. Um, for reasons I'm not gonna go into until later. Uh, I watched Akira. Right. Uh, part of it, I should mm-hmm. say. And... Was doing some research on it and it was like it's a it, br- it helped bring anime to the west okay so it's it's interesting to see then films being made and it's like where did this come from where did this idea, this concept come from maybe it came from that
1: huh. yeah,
0: I do think Cowboy Bebop is one of those questions that you don't know that it's not one of those shows that someone's gonna hate it there's it, really cool characters. There's really cool uh, music. It's a, yeah, it, a lot it, of it, like freeform, like free jazz and stuff like
1: it's that. It's a neo noir, uh, cowboy bebop, but it's more of like a fun one if that makes sense. Because most noirs are very depressing and super dark and not very lighthearted. But bebop has a lot of lighthearted stuff in it as well. Yeah.
0: Um. Just the uh, information, James. Uh, my lovely wife says I trust the guy who has film podcast about Blade Runner
1: ouch savage <laughs> that's the key. Plus city. one to you
0: so savage so um okay let's move on to the next one cuz i think you'll also be super interested in this uh,
1: yeah. john
0: ham is to play boba fett in a new star wars audiobook
1: hmm interesting very it. interesting
0: um it's 40 stories celebrating 40 years of star wars from a certain point of view and you've got a ton of actors. I'm going to list them off and then we can talk about who we're most excited for. Sound good to you
1: guys? Sounds good.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Ben Acker, Renee Aday, Tom Engelberger, Ben Blacker, Jeffrey Brown, Pierce Brown, Meg Cabot, Ray Carson, Adam Christopher, Zordia Cordova. I feel like I butchered that one. Uh, Delilah S. Dawson, Kelly Sue DeConnick, Paul Denny, Ian Dosher, Ashley Eckstein, Matt Fraction, Alexander Freed, Jason Fry, Kieran Gillian, Christy Golden, Claudia Gray, Pablo Hidalgo, E.K. Johnson, Paul S. Kemp, Mer Lafferty, Ken Liu, Griffin uh, McElroy, John Jackson Miller, Nadi Akafor, I hope I pronounced that right, uh, Daniel Jose Older, uh, Mallory Orderberger, Beth Revis, Madeline Rue, Greg Rucka, Gary D. Schmidt, uh, Kevin Scott, Charles Soul, Saba Tahir, Elizabeth Ween, Glenn Wel- uh, Weldon, chuck wendig and will wheaton and gary witta nice and john ham
1: dude gary witta yes claudia gray as claudia gray have you guys read any of her star wars novels i was gonna say educate us please i will say like i've i've read most of the new canon star wars books that have come out and claudia gray is by far the best Did did she write uh inferno squad Uh, No, she did not. Although I hear Inferno Squad is good, but there's some, you know, some people kind of feel uncomfortable about the whole good guy, bad, or the bad guy thing. Uh, But Claudia Gray, she has written um, Bloodline. It's about Leia in between Jedi and uh, The Force Awakens. And if there's any book, I guess, that's come out, I'd say read that.
0: Okay. Um, Let Let me tell you. so good. I've Listen to uh, Part of Inferno Squad, and let me tell you, the Empire did nothing wrong. They employed millions on building a facility to bring peace to the galaxy, and they were brought down by a religious fanatic.
1: After randomly murdering them.
0: (laughs) No, no, no. The Jedi were trying to take over. They wanted to send it for themselves.
1: Come on. Come on. We're going to have to have an argument. But uh, yeah, (laughs) Claudia Gray... I'd say read her stuff, um, Bloodline, and then she's also got a book called Lost Stars, and it might not be for everyone, but it's kind of like a love story um, that takes place in the Star Wars universe between, you know, a rebel and an imperial soldier. Like, they fall in love, and then they kind of go different paths, and... It's very different for Star Wars because it's just a love story, but it's really good. So yeah, check out is Claudia Gray. Is and... a
0: love story anyway?
1: I mean, kind of. But this is specifically a love story. Um, but Dude, I'm excited for this book. Um, It's kind of like supposed to be considered like non-canon, but short stories based on like what possibly happened. Kind of like yeah. things heard over the rumor mill.
0: It's sort of like season 14 of Red vs. Blue. Mm-hmm. Where they had all of these different writers write stories within the universe. Yeah. So you had, like, uh, I think Freddie Wong wrote an episode. Uh, A lot of other different directors that I could mention one or two, but it means almost nothing. Yeah. (laughs) I can just imagine John Hamm giving that uh, carousel monologue, but as Boba Fett.
1: But I think it's really weird that um John Hamm is voicing Boba Fett because why couldn't they just get uh Tamor Morrison, the guy who did Django and then the the voices of Boba Fett when they did like the special special editions because of the if old news.
0: Reading a book, John Ham has a better reading voice.
1: That is true. Okay. I was thinking of him just voicing Boba Fett. But if he's just reading it, okay.
0: Yeah. Man. I mean, I really want an Ahsoka book. Another Ahsoka book.
1: Yeah. Why can't they get Benedict Cumberbatch to read an audiobook? I
0: can't pronounce uh, penguins.
1: Dude, I I would buy that audiobook in a heartbeat.
0: And look, it's the first sensitive penguins. (laughs) (laughs) How about uh, David Tennant?
1: Oh, yeah. I'd be for that.
0: You know, I was watching a movie this week that... uh, I was surprised. It was actually really good. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies.
1: Hmm. It's got What's Your Name in it from um, Baby Driver, right? And Cinderella.
0: Yep. It also has uh, Matt Smith. Ooh. I didn't know that. Yeah. And uh, Lena Headley. Ooh. Sweet. I feel like anybody from Game of Thrones could read an audiobook and I'd be like, I don't care what you're reading. I'm in. Uh, do you remember the time uh, Ice-T? Read a Dungeons Dragons book? No. And Weird Al reads kids' books.
1: Nice. That's, that's weird. weird. That's really weird. <laughs>
0: like, I really just want to. Like, I've heard the ice tea read it. And every time my brain just refuses to uh, acknowledge that's iced tea. Because it's iced tea. And he becomes water tea. It makes sense. It'd be kind of like getting a children's book legitimately read by uh, Ice Cube. <laughs> Ice Cube and uh, Samuel Jackson.
1: Sweet. Hey, before we talk about Destiny 2, do you guys want to talk about like a series that we're thinking about, done? Yeah, go for it. Alright, so I was telling Derek and Doug that uh, the other guys on my podcast, they're not like... They, it's not that they don't hate anime, they just don't watch a lot of it to you know like talk about or review it so Mm -hmm. i pitched the idea to to Derek and doug that uh we start reviewing some anime movies and posting them on the film slate for like a short amount of time and then after that then they can go on to um their podcast as well so it's like a short timed exclusive but then it goes on to that and i think it'd be a good the approach I want to give it is, like, people who are just new to anime or have, like, no clue about it and how to, like, get into it, because I love anime, but I can right. see how it can be very, like, scary, because there's some really bad anime out there. Oh,
0: yeah. There's <laughs> part anime of for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see it as, there's a lot of scary anime if that's not your thing.
1: It's like this, when, when somebody mentions anime, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Uh... your normal person not like your anime fan <laughs> uh, <dumb. Probably laughs> very like bad creepy, stuff
0: probably creepy dungeon dweller like the guy who has the yeah. giant anime pillow and the yeah. fedora I'm oh, sorry or grimy, like, grimy.
1: Grimy. Or like girls in scantily clad s- s- outfits and suits doing stupid bad stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all of the it's...
0: is Gurren Lagann it did have a uh, girl, Yoko, in a bikini top, but she also had like a fifty caliber sniper rifle that took down mech Robots. So, yeah. Again, two thumbs up. Oh, also Kamana can ride a motorcycle. Right. I heard yeah. that. <laughs> and he's nice. uh, beaten up Hitler before.
1: <laughs> but yeah, keep an eye out for that. We're going to try to record an episode this coming week, I think.
0: For sure. Definitely.
1: So, yeah.
0: Uh, anything else before we go to Destiny?
1: That's all I got to say.
0: Okay. Let's talk Destiny. Uh, so we each play the three titular classes? Yeah. I wouldn't say titular classes. I'd say uh, flagship classes. That's a better word. Because <laughs> titular implies that it's in the title. He's right.
1: I ain't gonna argue with that.
0: <laughs> um, so I play as the Titan, and I play as the Hunter,
1: and I play as the Warlock,
0: and I'll form the head. Um, dumb Voltron joke. Uh, so what subclass do you play? Uh, which do you, which do you find yourself playing more? Arcstrider all the way. The sweet monkey bow staff. Oh yeah. What class do you play, James?
1: I'm playing the Final class. Isn't it called The Void or something like that? Or no, no, no.
0: I don't know. I don't play the Warlock. Oh
1: my gosh. I thought the... I'd have to look it up. It it was the one that I just got.
0: Oh, you probably have, uh... What's your power?
1: My power? Well, right now it's hovering around and going all Emperor Palpatine on people.
0: I believe his power would actually be UNLIMITED POWER!
1: That's what I was gonna say. That's the way I, I view it. Like, <laughs> somebody were to say, "What is this power?" I'm like, "Emperor Palpatine power." <laughs> no, I mean, unlimited your, power. Uh, super.
0: That's that would be. Oh,
1: a- that is the super.
0: It's uh, that was the uh, art something.
1: Yeah. And for people who have no clue how that works in Destiny, it's just like you have random basic powers like a grenade pushing mm-hmm. people back, leaping. And then, after a certain time of playing and getting kills in, your bar goes up. Once you get to the bar, you have unlimited power based upon the power you choose. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh,
0: I have the Hammer of Soul. Basically, I can throw sun-powered hammers. And being as I know that James plays uh, Arc, you play Solar, I might actually switch to Night Stalker and play my uh, Tetherbow for the Night Stalker. Nice. Nice. that way we have all the void because then my power basically I shouldn't do a group of enemies it disables them for a while and then all damage like doubled or something like that and then it, the uh, tether bonds explode when one enemy just dies
1: hmm
0: Ooh. and they can't move away from the tether for a long time so they're good targets for unlimited power and the hammer of soul yes okay Sweet. So James where are you at in the story
1: Oh gosh! Um, uh, I just you know well, of course, last night we were playing, we were Correct. wrecking in some tanks um basically, I'm at the part where they're planning to go in for like the final fight. I don't wanna spoil too much for those who haven't played, but
0: planning the heist,
1: yeah, and so I think i'm gonna I'm gonna grind and maybe finish out the campaign today.
0: Do it It's worth it um I actually really enjoyed the ending, yeah, yeah. Because um, then once you do that, you can do more stuff. Uh, yeah. We were doing some strikes last night. Mm-hmm. And I i actually really like the way strikes are done this time.
1: Me too.
0: Because they're challenging, but not like, bash my head against the wall challenging. Yeah. Uh, I popped into the Nightfall a little bit this morning just to look at it. It's actually really cool. It's more of... Gotta go fast, rather than uh, gotta kill everything. Leave yeah, all.
1: and then isn't it like the, the the weapons you have set like that's it? You cannot change them in game.
0: That's that, trials of the nine. That's prestige.
1: Oh, that's yeah. Okay, that's the trials of the nine. Sorry, I got those confused.
0: Um, the there's the two forty nightfall, which you can change weapons and everything, and then there's the prestige three hundred nightfall, mm-hmm. which you can't. Yeah. Um, and this week, it's Prism and Vexgate, hmm. so So it was a bug, but the Prism, it re- rotates which element does double damage, right? So it's like, okay, I have solar. Now it does double, but everything else does less. Huh. Hmm. So it's, like, easy to get the weapon loadouts if you're working, like, one person does void arc, the next person does arc solar, and the other person does solar arc. Yeah. So it's like you got two on each, basically. Uh, but then you also got Vex Gates, because this time, uh, as opposed to D1, it's all the Nightfalls are timed. Right? So, like, the first Nightfall was the Arms Dealer, and you had to kill enemies to get more time. So, like, small enemies would give you a second, mid-tier would give you five seconds... And top tier would give you 30 seconds. Right. This time it's like, run through the gates, get time. You get 30 seconds. Hmm. So it's really cool. And you're facing Cabal and Vex. I'd rather face Cabal and Vex.
1: do, Do we want to share what we thought of the first Destiny and our expectations for Destiny 2 and then just a basic kind of like, what we think of it so far.
0: Let me set up a story of when All Destiny right. came out.
1: When Destiny came out. The first one. Okay. So oh, gosh, that came out. I'll let you do
0: that. <laughs> so, I mean, this, this story's more or less going to be really interesting. So, that was back in 2013? 14? I'll look up when it came out. Carry on. Okay. Uh, So, Game Informer had been hyping this game up. Like, so much. Like, it was showing the screenshots, it was showing interviews, it was really exciting. So it was all over, like, like GameRanks, IGN, those websites. However, I was not around my PS3. I was in Owensboro, Kentucky, sitting at a uh, bioprocessing plant that worked on tobacco, in the middle of a tobacco field. Watching the reviews when I could, because we had really slow internet at the house where we were staying. Otherwise, I was on like their network, and I couldn't watch the videos. So I'm getting super excited, super excited, super excited. Like, reading everything I can so I can come back, get my game, and play it. And I was disappointed. <laughs> it came out in 2014 as Okay. Well.
1: Which wasn't too long ago.
0: Uh, two years,
1: three. Yeah.
0: Oh god, it is twenty seventeen. <laughs> oh man,
1: twenty eighteen. I think we filter a time machine. <laughs>
0: right? I really liked uh, Destiny One. I started it out on PS3, and um, it was good. But then eventually you hit that stopping point where it's like you beat the game, and you're like. Now, in Destiny 1, there was almost next to nothing. And then they released uh, The Darkness Below and House of Wolves. Right? And they had a couple missions, a, r- a couple raids, and that was it. You know, like, get that. I, I, I'm disappointed. I sold the game. I didn't play it on my PS4. Then Rise of Iron came out, and I was like, "Okay, I'll Taken give it." Oh no, I'm sorry, Taken King. And I got Taken King, and I was like, "Okay, I'm good with this." I actually really ended up enjoying the game as a whole because they had updated a lot. So from start of Destiny One to start of Destiny uh, to end of Destiny One, it was almost a completely different game, right? Mm. Yeah. Destiny 2 comes out, and it feels like what Destiny 1 should have started out as, but instead what it ended as. Mm -hmm. So now I'm really excited to see where D2 goes, because they're setting up story. The raid, the Leviathan raid, I should be clear on that, because there will eventually be more than one raid. It's setting up a storyline, where it's like, ooh, what is going to happen here? Yeah, and I'm not going to spoil their braid because I don't know if you've seen any of it, James.
1: Uh, yes, I've seen some stuff on it just to prep for it and to know what to do.
0: What's really interesting to me is uh, Destiny 2 feels a lot like what Halo 3 was back in the day.
1: There's oh, yeah. A
0: grand sweeping story, aliens come to take over X World, and it's just one man against the world, but you're being advised by these people who you know are awesome. You have like Savala and Ikora and Akade but they're all weak. You're stronger than they are. You're Which
1: master- feels really weird because they all look all cool and pimped out and awesome armor and they're the veterans and then you're like, hey, you're a nobody but you're better than us. It's well, weird. You have the light. Yeah.
0: And so, like, a lot of the storyline especially from IO and stuff like that with Ikora, it's all about that they relied too much on their light Because they thought that's what it meant to be a guardian, but that's not what it means to be a guardian. I think you've been to the part where uh, the speaker throws some real shade at Gaul. He's like, Mm -hmm. devotion, self-sacrifice, death. Devotion leads to uh, duty. Duty leads to self-sacrifice. Self-sacrifice leads to death. So feel free to kill yourself. I was like. Uh-oh. Burn <laughs> some air horns and like a little MLG at <laughs> I I seen that and I was like, "Dang, speaker throwing some." I guess the light does burn after all.
1: <laughs> Dude, I love Cade so much in yeah, this.
0: Nathan Fillion.
1: Okay, yeah,
0: I have the question. I,
1: I I wish they would do a free add-on DLC, in which it's like several missions where you're Cade. Um, that would well, be awesome.
0: If you beat the game, you Uh get uh, journal scraps of Cade, Mm -hmm. and you get to see his backstory.
1: I don't want to read it. I want to play it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it won't live up to what you're expecting.
1: Oh, okay.
0: You being Cade isn't as awesome as Cade being Cade. Yeah. Although if you were Cade, I think his golden gun power would always be active.
1: But if they did a Halo style game where you were playing as Cade and then they had cool cinematics and a cool story, I think kind of you'd like, be all uh, you'd be all about that.
0: Halo ODS team.
1: Yeah, like if they if they did a one off like a like a spin off Destiny and it didn't have like the like the same open world feel, but more of like a Halo feel, right? You just have your campaigns and then your multiplayer. Oh my gosh, I'm pretty sure people would be all about that.
0: I really think that they could uh, have like three different style backstories for all the Vanguard. Like you could mm-hmm. have uh, Zavala as being like God of War. Yeah. Where you're playing as this titan who's just like ripping apart tanks. Ooh. Yeah. And you can have like Ikora who's uh, Tomb Raider solving puzzles and using her powers to like power up the puzzles and stuff like that. Yeah. And then Cade's, like, a Sniper Elite. That'd
1: be kind of cool. Yeah. As you can tell, I like the story this time around Destiny 1, I was so pumped for it I was calling it, like, the World of Warcraft for the systems. And it was hyped that you'd be able to do this and that. And then when I played it, I think I beat the entire game in, like, two days, and I didn't play it that much.
0: Let me tell you, um...
1: And I was I was sorely disappointed because there was no story. It was and what story there was, it was convoluted. I didn't care, and it was major grind fest.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, when I got it from Xbox One, right at Taken King, I accidentally beat Vanilla Destiny on accident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very non uh, triumphant. It, was, it wasn't a triumph. It was like, and you beat this guy thing. That's it. That's it.
1: I mean, I played a lot of the PvP afterward because after that, that's all that there was. And then I got to a point where other games came out and I just traded it in. I'm like, and I guess what's drawn me, what drew me back to Destiny 2 was what the one thing I liked about Destiny 1 was the gameplay, like as far as like shooting and the mechanics Mm -hmm. goes, it's smooth and it feels so good. It's probably the best shooter out there as far as mechanics go. And that's what drove me back, and I was like, okay, if they learn their lesson, and they actually give us what they promise, this will be outstanding. And, I like, I think I was, like, two hours into the game, I told you guys, I feel like I already got my money's worth. <laughs> um, I mean, like, and so guess so what? Smooth. It's been how many days, and I still haven't beaten the campaign, so apparently it's a lot longer of a game.
0: I mean, nothing's as smooth as, like, triple jumping, aiming down the sights, and, like, sh- tacking down two people.
1: And I noticed the scouting missions and stuff... Before they were very grindy and a lot of it was like the same thing, right? I noticed... Each time it's different and it takes you to a new location that you probably haven't been to before... Or it has been, but it's still like in a different area. And then there's like some story about it. And it's different, right? Like like what you have to do is different. Yeah. And what they have you do is different. It's not like, just go in this area shoot these guys, and then you're done. It's like, you have to do different things, or there's a strategy on how to take these certain guys down. And they actually give you good loot this time. My gosh, I never got anything good in the last game. And, like, the second day playing this game, I got an exotic. Like, thank you! Because then that gets me hooked to play the game again, because I don't feel like, you know, um... Yeah, I don't feel like I have to, like, there's for sure, grinding in this game, but I feel like it's masked very well where it doesn't feel like it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they say that uh, this is like 265 slump. I'm kind of finding the opposite. Yeah, my light is stuck at well, power stuck at 265, but I'm not of lack of things to do. Yeah, I oh. still have most of my EDZ uh, adventures mm-hmm. and the storyline and the uh, storyline there.
1: Yeah, and each planet pretty much has those kind of yeah. missions and patrols and stuff. It's crazy.
0: And, and unique characters that aren't just like uh, robots. Like Devrin K is like the proper English gentleman who's sniping from the top of a church bell tower. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think one of my biggest... standard
1: British uh trope. <laughs> but he's like, I need some tea. <laughs> you show up and he's like sorry the tea is cold i already drank it all i'm like oh how british of you
0: i think one of my favorite parts is the public events. yeah oh yeah because it's, they're it more it often never feels, it never feels like i have to go find a Ouija board just to figure out where's the next public event what will it be it's always like i know where it's at i can get there i know when it starts boom
1: and what's cool about that is there's usually like five or six guardians waiting with you. <laughs> uh,
0: I've noticed a drop off. Yeah. Um on occasion I'll have like one, two. Yeah. Right? Um certain planets have more guardians on them. Yeah. Um so like I don't do I've never done a single public event on IO. Mm-hmm. I always go to Earth because the rewards are always the same. Yeah. Yeah. So I might as well go to Earth when I have some of the newer players, even if they're not as powerful. They're bullet sponges.
1: You think that'll branch out once everybody beats the campaign?
0: I think you're one of the last people to beat the campaign. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, then you get your then you get your Christmas noobs.
0: Yeah, and that's what'll be interesting. Um, they've already laid out the first month's worth of stuff. And it's not a disappointment. It's always like, there is something.
1: Um, yeah. 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 Well, well I. I
0: the...
1: Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, because you're reminding me about DLC, which I love DLC. Uh, I know EA took a big hit with their Star Wars Battlefront game yeah. to the point where they announced that it's going to be free now, yeah. um, which is great. And somehow I got confused and thought Destiny 2 was going to be free. And then when I found out, I was like. No! Curse you! Micro transactions and DLC, but then I, I... Yeah, but then I looked at the uh, the price, and it's not full 60, it's 40, and I don't mind it because I feel like I'm getting it's like what... A new game. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting what I want with just the current game. I only feel cheated by the DLC when I feel like the game is like severely lacking. Because I was like, man, I have to buy this extra thing now. So...
0: I think Battlefront was one of the worst offenders. It was like, here's oh my game. god, like, yes. you've got, you've given me like six battle modes. That's it. Oh, the DLC, it's a new map and a new character.
1: Yeah. Cool. And the I gameplay was, was fun in that in in that game, but there was a lack of content to unlock, and lack of maps. But and there if was you a
0: grinding it, for uh, Battlefront, yeah. Like, but oh, if I you look, like 600 people.
1: if you look, they heard people's complaints, and the new one's going to be amazing. So I don't know. I think it's kind of good when players kind of get on social media and rant because it shows that they companies actually hear us.
0: I I agree, but at the same time, I also disagree. Um, read a news report this week. Um, the director of the Death Note movie that was on Twitter mm-hmm. dropped all social media people were harassing him that much No, they weren't just harassing him yeah I I, death threats. I I i
1: I know, I know literally death note sucked just from what i have seen i haven't personally watched it i don't know enough about the old one to know if it would suck it, um it. but yeah like when you take to twitter and give people death threats because something didn't turn out the way you want it's like
0: just i I'm grow up
1: form. Constructive yeah, criticism.
0: I don't even care if it's constructive criticism. You want to rant and rave and complain, fine. I draw the line at wishing death upon somebody for something. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So it's like, okay, that's too much. Yeah. Um, but I, I agree. But, Destiny 2 is what Destiny 1 should have been.
1: And thank you, Bungie, for listening. I think this game is amazing. What do you and... do
0: about the... uh? silver microtransactions
1: <sighs> they're annoying and, and, and let me tell you why they're annoying yes if you have the money you can buy them Da da da. but then now when you see people like pimped out in awesome armor and stuff it's like okay did they like just fork over their own cash to get that or did they actually work hard <laughs> yes yes I did. <laughs> you know <laughs> it's you like got
0: the gold sets, don't you yeah i got silver uh like, did you did playing, you
1: actually pay hard earned cash for that?
0: Uh yeah, like fifty dollars worth. Let's not talk oh. about it. Um. But,
1: you uh, are yeah, that you are that person.
0: You're part of the problem.
1: You're 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 <laughs> off you're off the clan. Yeah right. We, we only player. we only accept people in our clan that work hard for things. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, mean, like,
0: I unlocked the stuff, but then I like I found, I got more of the shaders that I wanted by playing the game. Yeah. Like. I spent the silver, and I'm happy I spent the silver. Because I got some really cool stuff. I yeah. got my exotic ship, the Rosenbone. Mm-hmm. I got some really cool sparrows, some emblems. I got the spicy ramen emote. Yeah. Dude, I okay. Cool I, I,
1: I would probably pay money for that emote. I will admit that. And I was jealous when I saw that.
0: I got silver dust, which lets me get fire team medallions, which will give us boost experience and loot drops when we you know like say we play tonight and we go to a raid we'll get better loot you know, yeah for four hours so I'm not disappointed I bought the silver I wish there's a way that you could uh identify what you want to purchase so I want the gold standard shader or the chatter white or whatever I want to buy that specifically not the what's Android. your
1: guys what's your guys thought on microtransactions in general
0: all right, here's my th- here's mine for like mobile games. If I download a game and I play it for a week without like uh, you know big pauses, I will buy some you know gold premium coins, whatever, because making a game is actually really hard. Yeah. So if I can buy a uh, what you call like coin pack for like 20 bucks and I play it for like 20 hours. That's a dollar for every hour. And I verify that by saying, okay, I make X amount of dollars an hour. That $20 is only like three hours worth of work. I've played this game for longer than three hours for free. Mm -hmm. So I'll download the DLC, uh, whatever, DLC or coins, whatever. My philosophy on microtransactions is this there's the destiny way of doing things and then there's the mobile game way of doing things when mm. like you can only play so long but you can definitely get more play time if you spend your cash
1: like nintendo's debacle with the mario game oh gosh yeah. yes terrible like
0: angry birds you only have so much energy it's like that is gambling
1: that is okay. why I stopped playing all cell phone, uh, smartphone games.
0: Stop playing on my phone? Color switch. Nice. Hmm. Um, there was a report recently that they were talking about how microtransactions are a slippery slope right into gambling. Well,
1: oh yeah, cas- I agree.
0: With casinos, they don't, they separate you from the currency? So it's like, ten bucks. What does that mean? It might get you a hundred gems. It's like, okay, cool. A hundred gems, you know how far that goes. So it's like, oh, I'm just spending ten bucks, but I'm getting so much more gems. And it's like, what? no, no, you, you're not. You're getting fictional items that are associated with a value. So it, it, the Destiny it's... way of doing things is like you don't yeah. have to buy anything to play the game. You don't have to buy anything to get level advantages. You don't have to buy a single point of silver. If you want to buy silver to get a special shader, or a cosmetic item, fine. You don't have to buy it. It is ultimately your choice. And there is nothing in the game that goes, hey, you should buy some silver. Whereas in mobile games, it's like you're out of energy do you want to buy some coins hey we noticed you're needing equipment do you want to buy some equipment hey we noticed this do you want to buy some stuff and it's like well you're constantly bombarding with the hey buy hey buy hey buy and it's like all right too much whereas destiny is like hey whatever man you want to do it you can do it you don't want to do it don't do it your choice it's your it's the 21st century you do you girl
1: Hold on, I gotta go open up my door for a second. Alright. I'll mu- I'll mute my mic. Keep talking, I'm listening.
0: Okay. So that's that's kind of the way I feel about microtransactions and DLC. Um, especially with this DLC, Destiny's yeah. DLC, it always feels like you're getting something new. Only if you think about it, DLC and like microtransactions aren't new. Mm. Um, let's look at like Dungeons and Dragons books. You can buy the Core Three uh, Monster Manual, Dungeon Master Guide, and Player's Guide. All right, it. I'm back. Okay, yo, and you can play your game perfectly fine. But then every three six months, a new book comes out, a new microtransaction, a new DLC. Mm-hmm. This one now has tieflings and Goliaths, and has this class. If you want to play that class, you need this book. And I'm a, like, I'm okay with that. That's DLC. Mm-hmm. You know, so when uh, Destiny 2 says, oh, you can get the curse of Osiris, I mean, they've already hinted at who Osiris is mm-hmm. through Destiny 1's Trials of Osiris, the adventures in Destiny 2, the Comlines and lore, and it's like, oh, that's, that's powerful. I know what's going to happen. Sort of like this whole raid thing. You know, you could go back to Destiny uh, 1, and you can still see some lore leading up to Leviathan, right?
1: Now, yeah. here, he- here's the thing. I don't know how other gamers are. At least this is how I am. But it's like, okay, so you spend all, these, all this money on microtransactions and loot and stuff. But then some new game comes out. Like, say, Star Wars Battlefront, Mario, whatever. And you kind of trail off and stop playing that game as much and then you go on to do other things that also have microtransactions. So really I see it as like you're spending all this money for a temporary thing because you're going to be moving on to whatever the next big game is because that's where everybody's on.
0: Like
1: if you play the the original uh, Star Wars uh, Battlefront right now, like I'm sure it's pretty empty. Yeah. Or Halo um, Master Chief yeah. Collection. Freaking love Halo. But I'm sure it's empty right now. What game do you think is the full right now? It's Destiny 2. What do you think will be full in November? Star Wars Battlefront. My rant's done. I <laughs> think
0: Destiny will stick.
1: Oh, yeah. Because
0: everyone, love or hate, everyone knows Destiny. Yeah. D one, D two, whatever. Star Wars, I think, burnt a lot of people.
1: But so did so, Destiny. So did Destiny. Probably more so, I'd say Destiny.
0: There comes a point where a gamer, a game company, has to decide: What do we want to do about this just chaos we've created? They can either go, "Nope, we're out," like uh, what was it? EA did for. Mass oh, Effect. Yeah, Mass Effect. Like, they just went, we're done. No more updates. We're done. Single player's over. Multiplayer will stay alive, but we're done. We ain't doing any more. And they just, it's the equivalent of just, they left a big bag of flaming dog poo on gamers' doors and was like, well, we gave you something. Yeah. We did, we, yeah. You asked for Andromeda. We gave it to you. It's <laughs> too bad that you didn't like it.
1: Oh, I'm not saying they shouldn't continue to support a game. I'm just saying that for people who spend that much money on microtransactions, you know, I don't know how much you're going to get out of it in the future.
0: There's the argument of it's kind of like buying accessories for your phone. If you buy a USB charger, it's basically buying a microtransaction. Yeah, your Mm -hmm. phone comes with a USB charger, but maybe you want a car charger. Maybe you want a charger to leave in your room next to your bed. Maybe yeah. you want one for your desk. You're paying. A, oh, here's ten bucks. Oh, here's ten bucks. Oh, here's ten bucks. Oh, a new phone came out. I updated. Oh,
1: yeah. But I'm I'm not complaining too much because I feel like I'm getting my money's worth out of Destiny Two, and I'm yeah. thoroughly enjoying it to the point where, like, say, if I finished the mission, the final mission, and in like the next hour I've completed the game, I wouldn't be mad because I haven't really touched PvP yet. <laughs> And, and there's a lot of looting hours? left to do. Yeah.
0: I mean when you play sixty hours, you yeah. have more than paid for the game.
1: Oh yeah, I agree. So that's like and... an hour. Yeah.
0: I'd have to play about a hundred hours. <laughs> nice. Um I'm kinda glad they don't just drop the game and go, That's it. I'm glad that they time gate DLC. Yeah. So it's like, cool, I'm max level for vanilla D two. Yeah. And then six months later, they're like, hey, guys, more DLCs out, new weapons, and we've raised the power level. So it's like, cool. Not only do I have new missions, new story, but I also have more leveling up to do.
1: If the campaign doesn't take long to beat, I don't mind if it has a lot of replayability. Um, And I know a lot of people complain like, oh, the game has to be like... Two hundred hours long for me to get my money's worth out of it. No, it doesn't. Remember back in the day of sixty Nintendo sixty four, where you could literally beat a game in two hours.
0: I mean, Derek, I know you played. uh, But it had a lot
1: of replayability, so it made it worth it.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, I know Derek can play Castlevania: Portrait of Ruin in like three hours. Yeah, it's an amazing game. Um, I think it comes also to. In millennials. What? Yeah, yeah, millennials.
1: There we go uh, You can't yeah. have a podcast about Complaining unless you bring up millennials <laughs>
0: uh, Let's Let's take some credence Into that uh, I mean you have like Does your brother I'm bringing your brother into it Because he's younger than us
1: Which is funny because he just walked in the door <laughs> Okay
0: So does he get bored of a game After a while um, um you know go on to something new, or does he yeah his...
1: he he bounces around between games,
0: I mean, I guess we do too, but like he complains about it. It's like, are you even having fun? yeah, yeah, I mean, like uh yeah. when we were back there, what in March,,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, he was playing uh battlefront, it did not sound like he was having fun,
1: yeah, he uh, just yeah. needs to learn to calm and just understand it's just a video game,
0: yeah. Uh, I mean, so I'm more inclined to say, "Oh, microtransactions, DLC, whatever." Is I work hard with my money. I work more hours than I should. An unworthy amount of hours. Past work, tense. Work. Past tense. Got a new job. Um, so it's my choice to spend my money how I want in the manner mm-hmm. I want. I mean, this week I bought sixteen pounds of Scotty dogs. <laughs> Is there a need because it? America <laughs> by the way, I totally forgot to get the stuff for you. uh I have some Scotty dogs for you and uh the Zelda stuff, so nice. but um it's the same thing with like Scotty dogs and whatever it's I'm not getting my mom to pay for it I'm not getting my fiance to pay for it I'm paying for it, yeah, so if I want to drop fifty dollars in silver, I'm perfectly okay with that.
1: Because... and you got you, true story now that I'm getting older and maybe you guys feel the same way when I was younger I wanted those big open world games that took forever to beat now that I'm older I'm like do I have enough time to get into a 5 minute PvP match
0: <laughs> um, my thing is like I have Tetris on my Switch if yeah. I'm bored of a game I'll sit there and play Tetris for like 2 hours yeah Yeah.
1: well even though, Zel- or even though like say Zelda or Destiny is a huge game that you'd spend hours on you can save so frequently that you can drop in and out easily. Yeah. So,
0: um, I think... I have a thought, and then I'm, as soon as I open my mouth, it's gone. And I... Yeah. Know, I don't have it. I mean, so... I agree with you, James, that as a kid, I would have loved games like The Witcher 3, which are huge open-world games, but I'd much rather have a better story in mm-hmm. a whole way than open wide world with barely any story. I agree. That being said, you know, Breath of the Wild, Zelda, is open world with very sparse story, but it has great replay- replayability and mechanics yeah.
1: in a world. I'd say the story, though, is also very imaginative in a sense of, like, your mind fills in the blanks.
0: It's yeah. Zelda 1.
1: Yeah. Versus, it's like... a like little pamphlet. Versus, like, Destiny 1 didn't even do that. Destiny 1 was like, hey, go to the frickin' website and read it. And you're like, no, I don't.
0: I love the fact that they got rid of the Grimoire.
1: Oh (laughs) my gosh.
0: I don't care. Like, if you're telling me, hey, you want to actually know anything about the game you're playing? Go to our website. It's like, not doing that.
1: Like, I'm playing your game.
0: (laughs) That being said, you know what I would really like? You know instead of like a trading card game, make actual grimoire cards and put them in the, like the uh silver foil packs yeah. and sell those i would I would love that cause then yeah. you have like a grimoire card book. you could, you could go on their website and they sell like a nice leather bound case and then you could put your cards in it you know, it'd be really cool all
1: right, since we're reaching past the hour mark, do we want to give our brief final thoughts? Yeah. It's your podcast. I was just thinking, oh, crap, look at the time. <laughs> yeah.
0: I personally really love it. Um, yeah. I've had to really balance this game with some of the MMOs I play. Well, the MMO I play. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I, I've not thought about playing another game. I'll be at work going, I'm going to go home, I'm going to do some public events, and then I'm going to eat dinner and go to bed. It's, it's been six hours late, so like, huh? I want to do this. I'm like Jones in for like I just want to do like one more public event, one one more, one more, that's it then then I'm done, then I'm done he, 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 Well, well, this one starts in two minutes, so I mean i can I can do this heroic event, uh, sure
1: that's I'm why I was there, playing this band game, and that's why I was playing this game at the beginning of the podcast, and then I went through a rabbit hole, and I'm like, oh crap, how do I get out of here? I'm but, about yeah, to do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs>
0: For me, it's like the worlds are beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love racing around on my sparrow. Having that heroic moment of seeing like a level three person in the EDZ just getting really being taken down by Cabal, <laughs> jumping out of the church window and just be like, "Archstaff, bam!" And it's just like you can thank me at any
1: time. That totally happened. There was this guy getting wrecked. He was like level five. And I jumped down, did my unlimited power move. And I had that cool you know, my cool helmet that you guys saw last night. Right. And he just stopped and he was like turning his character to keep looking at me and he kept following me. Like Like what? <laughs> his mind was blown.
0: Know. I so. want to do something on Easter. I'm calling not Easter. Christmas. I'm calling it right now. We're doing yeah. it. Yeah. I wanna be in the EDZ on Christmas morning
1: and helping the new players. <laughs> yeah.
0: Show them like where the lost actors are and things like that. Yeah. was the fire team at Christmas and all to the zone. Not a fallen <laughs> with stirring.
1: But the cents seven <laughs> seven samurai were a wrecking.
0: Yeah. Alright, so. what was your what are your final thoughts?
1: Uh, final thoughts are, I am pleasantly surprised. I love the gameplay of Destiny 1, but the story was lackluster and I got bored within two months. This game, wow. There's so much stuff to do that it's overwhelming. Even though, ironically, I come off playing this after I was playing Zelda. Mm-hmm. And so, after playing Zelda's open world, like, nothing really feels truly open, I guess. But if you lower expectations in a sense of, like, well, it's not trying to be Zelda. It's trying to do its own thing. It's a, it's a, it's a first-person shooter. Um, then it's extremely, extremely enjoyable. I foresee coming back to this game repeatedly, um, especially since the DLC is not really expensive, and they actually give it time to breathe. It's not like it's coming out tomorrow, and you have to have it in order to complete the game. I mean, i would
0: be okay if it came out tomorrow.
1: Oh yeah, but I mean, it's fun. It's fun in a sense of like if you have a bunch of friends who have the game, have the same console, you can have so much fun. Like last night was fun. I can't wait for I can't wait for us to get in the team deathmatch and just get bent over because that's what's gonna happen because I suck at team deathmatch right now. <laughs> uh,
0: do we want to plug our clan?
1: Yes, let's do it and our gamer tags. So
0: yeah, for sure. Um. Our clan is the Forty Seven Samurai. That is with the word "the," yes. So air quotes, the Forty Seven Samurai. Uh, we're primarily an Xbox clan, but you can join a PS4 and PC. be part of that. Um, what is your gamertag, dog? My gamertag is uh, Goku's my homeboy. <laughs> nice. Yeah. What about you, James?
1: Mine is Man of Noir, spelled N O I R. Spaces in between that, but yeah.
0: And uh, mine is Helion Knight Five Hundred
1: Two. (laughs) Nice. We're trying to build our clan so we can do that. Uh, those raids.
0: Yeah, I am ready for the nightfall. Yep. We need to do that. And I am not so like we got to do the raid. We got to do the raid. I just really want to do the nightfall.
1: But then you've been saying, hurry up, James, and level up so we can do Nightfall on the Raid.
0: Pretty much, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie.
1: I don't play for two days, and I get so behind.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, feel free to join or uh, hit us up, or you can get us on Twitter. Uh, so I guess that's pretty much wrapping up, yeah? Yep. Okay, James, tell us again where everybody can find you.
1: You can find us on uh, Twitter and on Instagram at the film slate podcast. Just type those in you'll find us. Also, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at jameslocy number 3. Nice.
0: You can find us I had it up and then I closed it. You can find us at our website gamingandchillpodcast.com. And our Twitter is at Gaming underscore in underscore chill. Instagram is Gaming and Chill Podcast. And Facebook, if you're watching it live, you already know where it's at. But otherwise, it's Facebook.com Gaming and Chill Podcast. If you have any questions or you want to tweet at us about the join Clan, any questions, your thought on Destiny, you can always uh, use the hashtag. Hashtag Gaming and Chill Podcast. And you can also get a T-shirt at cafepress.com dot com slash gaming and chill podcast. Oh, sorry, it's just gaming and chill. My bad. <laughs> so, any final thoughts before we uh, close out the show?
1: Were you guys going to give your uh, your Hulu, Netflix, and Amazon picks of the week?
0: That might be a good idea. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry, I'm actually looking at <laughs> <up> the notes.
0: <laughs> I should be, but I'm not. Uh, what was yours Well, I pull up mine
1: Uh, mine is Stranger Things on Netflix Uh, I know it's been around for a while but uh, season 2 comes out in October and it's a fantastic show coming of age in the 80s with aliens it's can't go wrong check it out
0: I've not finished it get on it I barely started it I should probably do episode (laughs) 2
1: Come on, uh, guys. What
0: was yours, Doug? Uh, you tell me. Dead Poets Society. Oh, yeah, Dead Poet Society. What's that on? Uh, it's on Netflix. Huh. That's Robin Williams. It's um actually a really good film. It's actually where the uh, Destiny 2 uh, quest, Oh Captain, and then the next one is My Captain. Nice. I think everybody knows that quote, but I don't know that a lot of people know where it comes from. And mine is The Orville on uh, Hulu. It is basically like Seth MacFarlane does Star Trek. <laughs> and it's not all just Seth MacFarlane humor. It's actually really good.
1: Because I'm not the biggest fan like. of Seth MacFarlane.
0: You know what? It It's not... It's not family guy humor. Which, I mean, which is Seth MacFarlane's from, basically... And it's not hacky humor like uh, Million Ways to Die in the Old West or whatever. It's like stands on its own. And there's always – there's there's the jokes about his ex-wife is his second in command. Mm-hmm. But they they did the story in a different way where it wasn't entirely him. Hmm. So like all of the characters have their own humor and their own jokes. So would jokes. you say it's like – um galaxy quest the tv series yes yes but whereas galaxy quest was like we're parroting star trek it's like we're parroting star trek by making a tv that's parroting star trek yeah this is like funny star trek does that make sense
1: yeah yeah
0: okay cool uh did i miss anything on the notes oh game releases this week Wow, we are like, I'm dropping the ball today. Uh, You're fine. (laughs) Pokemon Silver version is coming out 3ds on September 22nd. Hey, same day that Pokin Tournament DX is coming out for the Switch and Gold. Well, I mean Silver Gold at the same time. Are you gonna get either? Are you gonna get uh, Pokin Tournament,
1: James? Talking to me? Oh, um, probably not. I'll, I'll probably wait. Maybe till Black Friday. For the prices to drop, because I want that Mario, Mario Odyssey.
0: I'll pick up Pokemon tournament. Yeah. Sweet. So. Anything else, gentlemen? That is it. No. Well, James, it has been lovely to have you on our podcast this week. Thank you.
1: We should do this more often.
0: We should, um, you know, make an appearance on your podcast once and have a five-person podcast. Oh yeah. Life man. That anyway. that
1: that will be talking to me on May. <laughs>
0: for sure for sure all right well folks thank you for so much for joining us this week and we'll see you next week